<laughs> Ooh, fresh meat for the grinder. Pay him no heed. He is cute, but he is. There's gotta be a way out of here. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> My army! Koopas! Koopas! Whatever those things are! Aww. We will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom! Bowser is coming. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything for my brother. We're going to save him. Yes! Fire! <laughs> you asked for it! This is fun! And welcome to episode 247 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark. And joining me tonight, Nick and Andy. And you know what that means? You know what, what it means when the three of us are together? It means we're talking about another video game movie. Mm. Um, and today we're going to be talking about, if you hadn't already guessed it, the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Which that, one? I mean, the one... The one with Ooh. Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo. Oh, no, I watched the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen that one? No, yeah. I've never bothered. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, I have. You, you, should, you, should, it's, it, you should watch it. Okay. Um, just for how out there it is. It's kind of wild that it was ever made in the first place. It's even wilder that... That... Um, uh, Bob Hoskins said yes. Dennis Hopper, I can kind of see it because, like, I mean, Dennis Hopper did Waterworld, and Dennis Hopper's done some stinkers. Um, Bob Hoskins is well, he did Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit, but Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit's a classic. It is. Let's win. We're, we're not talking about that Mario movie. Yeah. We're talking about the one that came out in 2023. Um, very recent movie for us. Um, that's for the year old. And thankfully. Less than a year old, yeah, and thankfully, so far, uh, nobody who appears in the Super Mario Brothers movie has been at one of uh, at a Liz Truss um, political project launch and been interviewed by GB News. Unlike Holly Valance, the star of DOA Dead or Alive, another film that we did an episode <laughs> on. Um, so, hopefully no right head shitheads in this um in this film although chris pratt's church is apparently a bit weird if you've never looked it up google google that shit and read about it his, his church is kind of weird um 
So I'm just going to read here just a brief um, rundown of it. It's it's a 2023 American animated adventure comedy film based on Nintendo's Mario video game franchise, of course. Produced by Illumina- uh, by Universal Pictures and Illumination, who who are they? What are they responsible for? Uh, minions. minions, Despicable Me, and yeah. Despicable Me and stuff like that. Oh, right. okay, gotcha. The um, The Grinch, which is a good movie. What the one with? Um... No, not the Jim Carrey one. The animated one. Not the Jim no, Carrey no, it's the anima- animated one. Right, gotcha. Okay. Um... Can't say I'm particularly. Uh, I'm just having a look here. Yeah, their franchises: Sing, Secret Life of Pets, and Despicable Me. I don't think I've seen any of those films, so I'm not particularly um, familiar with their oeuvre. Um, but animated movies seems to be their bread and butter. Um, so it makes sense for them to work with this. It's um, surprising that that. Well, and I say it's not really surprising. Uh, anymore. Once upon a time, I would have been really surprised by it because the 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 last Super Mario Brothers movie is wild, but was a massive flop. Um, and Nintendo can be very very protective of their IP. Uh, but then Detective Pikachu was kind of a smash, right? It did real well in the box office. It did. Um, and wasn't a terrible movie. Um. Yeah, here we go. After the critical commercial failure of the live-action Super Mario Bros., Nintendo became reluctant to release its intellectual properties for film adaptations. Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto became interested in developing another film during the development of the Virtual Console service. Through Nintendo's work with Universal Parks and Resorts to create Super Nintendo Worlds, uh, he met with Illumination CEO Chris uh, Melodandri. Uh, by 2016, they were discussing a Mario film, and in 2018, Nintendo announced it would produce it with Illumination and Universal. Production was underway in 2020, and the cast was announced in September 2021. The cast announcement is one of my favorite things that happened in um, in the movie world over the last few years. Uh, that, <laughs> that meeting between Shigeru Miyamoto and the CEO of Illumination, how much of it do you reckon was spent with... Um, Shigeru Miyamoto showing off his party trick of being able to guess how long things are. <laughs> Have you ever seen him do that? I've not, no. Yeah, he was on... Um, when the Switch first came out, um, he was on like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon's show or something like that in America. Um, and they just kept on like... they'd like it, Yeah, it came out about he had this thing where he, his superpower is that he can guess the size of things. And so they just showed him some objects and he guessed how big they were and then they measured them. It was a really, really fucking weird segment. Um, Super Mario Brothers premiered Regal LA live in Los Angeles in April 1st, 2023 and was released in the United States on April 5th. The mixed reviews from critics, but the film grossed $1.36 billion worldwide and broke multiple box office records, including the biggest worldwide opening weekend for an animated film, which is crazy. Um, and the first film based on a video game to gross over a billion dollars. It also became the second yeah. highest grossing film of 2023, the third highest grossing animated film of all time, and the highest grossing film produced by Illumination. Which wow. I thought, that's that's mad because like, I thought the Minions films were huge. 
There were, yeah. I'd guess by yeah. by all the yeah. Facebook mim- the Facebook mum memes um, that that franchise was massive. Um, probably the right, way, maybe it probably still is, but anyway. Uh, should we run through the plot real quick? It's not particularly complicated. <laughs> or deep. Or deep, no. Uh, Italian-American brothers Mario and Luigi have recently opened a plumbing business in Brooklyn to the derision of their ex-employer, Spike, and the disapproval of their father. Um, after seeing a significant water main leak on the news, Mario and Luigi go underground to fix it, but are sucked into a warp pipe and separated. Mario lands in the Mushroom Kingdom, ruled by Princess Peach, while Luigi arrives in the Darklands, ruled by the evil Cooper and King Bowser. Sorry, the evil Cooper, King Bowser. Bowser seeks to marry Peach and will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom using a superstar if she refuses. He imprisons Luigi to threaten Mario, whom he sees as competition for Peach's love. Uh, Mario meets Toad, who takes him to Peach. Peach plans to ally with the primate Kongs to help propel Bowser and allow Mario and Toad to travel with her. Shortetso tells Mario that she ended up in the Mushroom Kingdom as a baby, where the Toads took her in and eventually made her their leader. In the Jungle Kingdom, uh, King Cranky Kong agrees to help Mario to help if Mario defeats his son Donkey Kong in a fight. Despite Donkey Kong's immense strength, Mario defeats him using a cat suit. Um, Mario, Peach, Toad, and the Kongs use carts to drive back to the Mushroom Kingdom, but Bowser's army ambushes them on Rainbow Road. When a bu- when a blue-shelled Cooper general destroys part of the road in a kamikaze attack, Mario and Donkey Kong plummet to the ocean while the other Kongs are captured. Um, Peach and Toad return to the Mushroom Kingdom and urge the citizens to evacuate. Bowser arrives aboard his flying castle and proposes to Peach, who reluctantly accepts after Bowser's advisor Kamek tortures Toad. Mario and Donkey Kong, having been eaten by an eel-like Moray, learn that they both want the respect of their fathers. Uh, They escape the Moray by riding a rocket from Donkey Kong's cart and hurry to Bowser and Peach's wedding. At the wedding ceremony, Bowser intends to execute all of the, his prisoners in lava in Peach's honor. Toad smuggles in an ice flower into Peach's bouquet, which she uses to freeze Bowser. Mario and Donkey Kong arrive and free the prisoners, with Mario using a tanuki suit to save Luigi. Bowser frees himself and summons a bomber bill um, to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom, but Mario knocks it off course and directs it into a warp pipe where it detonates, creating a vacuum that sucks Bowser's castle and its current occupants into Brooklyn. Mario attempts to grab the star, but is attacked by the enraged Bowser, who also swiftly defeats Peach, Toad, and Donkey Kong. As all hope seems lost, Mario is encouraged by his own advert to stand up and face Bowser, who almost incinerates him. Luigi saves Mario with both grabbing the superstar. They defeat the Coopers, destroy Bowser's castle, and incapacitate Bowser. Peach then shrinks Bowser with a blue mushroom and imprisons him. Uh, Mario and Luigi are hailed as heroes by Brooklyn's populace, including their parents and Spike. Afterwards, the brothers move to a house in the Mushroom Kingdom and begin a day pl- of plumbing work together. Right. Okay, let's get into it. First of all, um, I don't, I think... Uh, were you surprised? Were you guys surprised when they announced that they were going to be making this film in the first place? I think so. No, Just really. because... Oh. Go on then, Andy. No, I think it was always going to happen. Um, there's been rumblings about it happening um, for years. I think it was more of a surprise maybe that it was a more of an animated one, but um, I don't think I've been surprised that it was being made. You See, know, I was because... Was, uh, I just feel like I, Nintendo literally like never does stuff like this. 
they they almost never let people outsource their IP, whether that's game or, um, you know, other media. They're very protective yeah. of their IP, so that's mostly yeah. why I was surprised. And it's it's one thing to um, let them make a Detective Pikachu film uh, because. Although Pikachu is a very valuable character, um, you know, piece of intellectual property, uh, Detective Pikachu is not like a huge franchise, really. And also it's more the Pokemon company who, you know, is owned by Nintendo or whatever, but it's all the Pokemon company's thing rather than Nintendo's themselves. Yeah. So I never thought that they would... There's always been like the Pokemon anime and stuff like that. Uh, That's kind of lives outside of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. yeah especially like the, the child films. friendly stuff like i think maybe they would have i could have seen them maybe making like a metroid movie or maybe even like star fox or something like that but not going straight in with mario because it's it's risky because if it's wrong if it's if it's bad and nobody likes it and nobody goes to see it it can be damaging to their like core franchise mm. like their most important franchise um, but now they're going all in it, right? There's there's a Zelda film being made or Zelda series or something. Yeah, Are you playing Helldivers, Nick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God, Hi. unbelievable! Um, <laughs> so I guess we better talk about uh, the voice cast because that was, um. That was a day, wasn't it? Oh my god. When word. they announced who the who the cast was gonna be. Ugh. Yep. Um <laughs> There were lots of rumors floating around about who might be playing who, and then the 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 first name that dropped of course was Chris Pratt playing Mario. And well uh, Yeah. Nobody was happy Internet about that, right? No one was happy about it. No nope. I'm like He's really good in that role in um in in, in, in the like the, the lead role in the Lego movie. Um, oh yeah, he plays Emmett, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 But that's because he's yeah. like a he's he's an he's an empty void of a character, is the point. Yep. He's he's a schmuck, a schmo. Um Picking him to play Does Mario have much character? No, but he has an iconic voice that is not Chris Pratt's. And so right. people for ages yeah. thought until the trailer dropped that he was going to be doing Italian voice, which I mean it would have been very funny, but probably a bit offensive as well. I I don't know. Um it would have been bad either way. Like Jared um, Leto's uh Italian voice in uh House of Gucci. Yes, and and not uh, Adam Drivers, which was perfect. Yeah, um, and um, and Madame Gaga, um, Annie Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. She's fine. I, I like Annie Taylor Joy. Yeah. I think she's a great actress. If if you didn't, if I didn't know she was the person doing the voice, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Nope, it's not. You know. There's nothing particular going on with the voice. No. Um, Charlie Day's Luigi, I think, was a bit of a stroke of genius. I really like Charlie Day. He plays that sort of character a lot in 
uh, or, yeah. or like a Luigi adjacent sort of character a lot, and he plays it very well in comedies, and so, and he's very fun, and very funny. Um, Jack Black as Bowser, I kind of raised an eyebrow up, but you know, it kind of works, and we get one of the highlights of the film through him. Um, Keegan Michael Key as yeah, <laughs> um, Keegan Michael Michael. Oh fuck's sake, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Um, again. Uh, if you, I, I would have had no idea it was him doing the voice. Um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Unfortunately, I knew exactly it was him because he kept laughing. And <laughs> Seth Rogen has a very, very recognizable and very annoying laugh. Um, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Again, like, I had no idea that was Fred Armisen. Uh, he's doing a voice, but whatever. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. Uh, I don't even remember this character. I've got to say, uh, I think same for Nick as well. It's been a little while since we watched this film, right? Yep. I kept meaning to watch it again before it? we uh, before we watched before we did uh. this. Um, just haven't had the chance. Um, yeah, I watched it over the weekend again with the girls. You know. Yeah. Spikes for guys, and it's Spike the guy, the beard. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. bully at the start of the cafe, and then at the end, yeah, he comes back. Um, Charles Martinet is in there. Um, he voices the their father Giuseppe, um, who apparently is made to resemble Mario's original appearance in Donkey Kong. Um, the rest of the cast is just like a bunch of voice actors and whatnot. Um, I don't know what what about what about it? You want to talk about? What was your favourite? No, I'm just saying about this voice cast thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's just again people just preempting something. I mean, it took over 1.2 billion. Quite frankly, people didn't really care by the end of it, whether it was Chris Pratt or anyone else. Yeah, I know, but also, I yeah. mean, the Transformers films usually do over a billion dollars at the box office as well. It doesn't mean they're good. No, no, I'm not saying it is, but. I just think, I just think, give the guy a chance, you know, whether you like him or not, you know, the director, the producer, Nintendo were happy with him, you know, so it went away and it was quite good, no problems with it as such, you know. I feel like it only really, kids liked it. It only really worked though because they made sure that it was very clear he was an American Italian Mario and not just a stereotypical yeah. Italian Mario. They sort of changed the yeah. Yeah. typical um, sort of uh, backstory of Mario, I suppose, mm-hmm. to fit Chris Pratt, or potentially yeah. just because they, they, you know they couldn't find a, a well-regarded Italian voice actor. Potentially, you know what I mean? Yeah, they could have found someone to do. Uh... I mean, they could have got um, uh, what's his face? We were just talking about him. Who is in Hasaguchi and Ferrari and Adam Driver? They could have got Adam Driver. Adam to do Driver. It. They could have got Adam Driver to do Italian voice. They could have. They could have got Jared Leto. Kylo Ren. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, 
the uh i like i get the the premise of what they're doing with it is like oh the the, the great the silly italian voice is just what they put on for their adverts and yeah the, for their plumbing company at the mm. beginning it's like okay that works and it means he doesn't have to do the silly voice throughout the rest of the film he can just do the emmet from the lego movie voice instead and it's you know it's yeah. it's, it's fine. fine it's fine um didn't really care about his character i didn't care about most of the characters in this uh it was but there was like uh, i don't know i'm a man of simple tastes um sometimes and uh i like me a reference uh, from a video game that i've played and i've played lots of mario games mm. and there's lots of silly little references and easter eggs in here and i kind of enjoyed them yeah yeah um it's a lot of fan service yes a lot of fan service there is um like i said i did not like seth rogan's laugh uh i think it's not offensive it's just kind of it's it's kind of a little bit annoying but it's kind of but it is at the same time it's kind of funny that they're let into it like just let donkey kong laugh a lot (laughs) um Wow, this could end up being one of the shortest episodes we've ever done on a film, guys. I just, <laughs> I just don't have much to say about it. No, it was, it's fine. It comes. It's got some fun moments, some fun set pieces. Jack Black's Peaches song, yeah, uh, is great. I loved the. Um, uh oh god i can't remember what the what the name of it is the little star thing from mario galaxy mm-hmm. that's in one of the cages in the dungeon yeah it's like got a super oh, upbeat yeah. oh, cheerful voice that I yeah it's got a super like but like yeah. wants to die and wants everyone else to die and it's like i think a little cute voice being like <laughs> more meat for the grinder that that guy um, was the highlight for me of the entire yeah. film just everything yeah, 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 he yeah. said was hilarious yeah Getting super excited when he thought everyone was going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then getting like <laughs> quite think... sad when they didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was that was a highlight, but like, I mean, it's not a lot to go on, really. Is like... Sorry, yeah. Andy, go ahead. No, I quite like I quite like the montage, the training montage. That was funny. Yeah. That's just reminding me about playing video games. Mm-hmm. You know. All the times you fail, you fail, you die, you die, you fail, fail. You know, especially with side on, but um, that I quite enjoyed that bit. Um, I mean, I haven't played loads of Mario games. I don't, you know, so probably haven't played since Super Mario years ago, years ago. Um, but I got a lot of the references. You know, I'd seen being around video games enough. And I have to say, when I took my girls to see it last year, they loved it. Right. Um, they enjoyed it this week and we watched it just gone. But we did love it last year um, at the big screen. And I think they pitched it right. Illumination pitched their movies. They know the audience, you know. With the Minion movies, with the Despicable Me, with particularly with the Grinch movie itself. Um, they know how to tell a story, how to get the kids involved. There wasn't much depth to each of the characters. The four Princess Peach probably had quite a bit, yeah. you know. No, she does probably a lot more than she does in video games. 
But I guess that's I guess that's probably why they went to Illumination in the first place. Is like there isn't a lot of depth to Mario as a character. There is there's almost no depth at all. He's got a handful of phrases. He's apparently a plumber, and he wants to save Princess Peach, and and his brother's scared of ghosts. Um, <laughs> that's about all there really is to it. <laughs> so handing it off to a studio that does manage to to make like a huge amount of money off simple premises and simple characters. I mean, how many Minions films have they made? And um, like they don't even speak real words. Number, yeah, so many. I think there's five with Despicable Me and Minions. I think there's five altogether. Fucking hell! So Definitely three Despicable Me's. At least one minions and I think a sequel's coming out or has come out. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting. Um, critical response. I mean, we, we yeah. already talked about that. It was it was an absolute box office smash. Um, it mm. did like huge amount uh, domestic. Uh, in other territories, it grossed uh, outside the US and Canada. The film grossed one hundred and seventy-two point eight million in its uh, dollars in its first weekend. Had the biggest opening ever for an animated film in 10 markets and the biggest video game adaptation opening ever in 44 markets. And then in the second week, it grossed another 102.5 million from uh, from 71 uh, international markets. Um, it just carried on making money. Just carried on for weeks. Uh, yeah. The film... Um, where are we going? I'm trying to talk. Let's have a look. Uh, the film went on to... Yeah, a $14.3 million opening weekend in Japan, which is the biggest opening ever for an animated studio title. Wow. In Japan. <laughs> um, yeah. In Mexico, it is the highest grossing film of all time. That's a bit... Which is kind of wild. It's a family That's movie. A very yeah. strange stat. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, what the highest yeah. grossing film uh, in Mexico? Like it's made more money than any film has made in Mexico. Yeah, cinema. I guess so. That is that is a very odd stat, but yeah, it's kind of kind of mad. That was yeah. a very um, um, that was a very crofty stat, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out of the podcast <laughs> if I sound like crofty. Um, critical response though was not quite so hot. It's got a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is I think that's 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 rated as fresh, but like average, yeah, mm. not great. But in the grand, you know, in the pantheon of video game movie adaptations, 60% is pretty good. Um, yeah. But like not as good as like the Sonic movie, for example. And I didn't enjoy this anyway near as much as the first Sonic movie. Haven't seen the second one. Um, I think I even enjoyed Detective Pikachu more than this as well. Um, overall, but uh, Rotten Tomatoes fifty nine percent from uh, two hundred eighty critics reviews. Uh, the website's consensus reads: While it's nowhere near as thrilling as Turtle tipping your way to one hundred twenty eight lives. The Super Mario Brothers movie is a colourful, albeit, albeit thinly plotted, animated adventure. Yep. It has about as many Nintendos as Nintendo'ts. Fair. Boo, that's <laughs> a bad pun. Uh, Metacritic, which also uses a weighted average, assigned the film a score of 46 out of 100, based on 53 critics, uh, indicating mixed or average. Audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of A on an A plus to F scale. Mm. Well, 94%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is one of those films, I think, uh, I haven't had a look. Um, Mario Bros. movie, Rotten Tomatoes. Just to see what the disparity is between the uh, critics 
score and the yeah so 59 percent score from the critics 95 percent from the audience mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. pretty sizable the audience is going with families yeah there was a time when it came out when there was no family movies and it just got loads and loads of families you could t it was around easter time yeah you could t like i said i took my kids you know, it's an hour and a half it don't outstay its welcome you know it don't really push to two hours so it's like get in get out the animation is great you can't really fault the animation the designs and everything you know it's action 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 it does go from one set piece to the other mm -hmm. you know um the fight with donkey kong and mario is quite funny you know um and all right for fans it's got lots of fan service for the kids Kids will recognize Mario. Will they know all the fan service? Probably not. No, there's a lot of. But I feel like the fan service stuff is in there for the parents, and the kids are just there for like the yeah. incredibly thin plot. Um, yeah. I mean, it does exactly what you'd expect like a family animated film to do. It's got it's got stuff for kids, and it's got stuff for the for the kids' parents. But mm. they could have put in more of a story yeah. at least made it had more there because yeah. uh, you know if, if nothing else we'd have had more to talk about this evening that's it um, isn't it well what's it i mean there's um yeah this is quite interesting so it shows you the disparity between different types of movie watchers so letterboxed mm. nick you would say was probably for people who are more film aficionados yeah people are more interested in films it's at least people who um, want to track which films they watch and rate them so yes. that's already like more than just your average i like to watch movies yeah um it's got 3.3 out of 5 on um letterbox some reviews from uh from uh, people who i in whose reviews i enjoy uh patrick h williams he makes really really good films uh, uh doc videos uh, about uh movies on youtube and nebula said gave it two and a half stars and said i wish i was playing this not watching it kind of agree yeah <laughs> <laughs> will menica from chapa trap house gave it two and a half and said absolutely gone off an edible watching this shit on an airplane and feeling like it's actually pretty deep and tearing up at the end when they save brooklyn <laughs> could have used some more mario law though guess they're saving yoshi wario and other fan favorites until the sequel if the sequel has wario and waluigi and then 10 out of 10 film of the year uh no question about it mm. um well yeah I mean, where else where else we're gonna go with a sequel because Bowser's a little thing now, you know. There's not many places where it can go, is it? No. So one of the reviews I just seen for a random person here said, Mr. President, a second bullet bill has hit the towers. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but contrast the, the 3.3 rating with uh, Amazon where it has got a 4.6 out of 5, 10,989 rating, 74% of which are five stars. Wow. Um, Quick delivery. 
Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your mustaches because we're about to talk about a Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read all that. That's a very long review. But basically, in conclusion, a Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> isn't just a movie. It's a source of inspiration, fitness, language learning, and culinary adventure. It is a cinematic equivalent of a mushroom power-up ready to take you on a wild ride through the Mushroom Kingdom. So if you're ready to relive your gaming nostalgia in the most entertaining way possible, grab some popcorn, don your red cap, and let the adventure begin. Wow. Yeah. But are these just people like, that like write Amazon reviews because they get free shit? No, these are verified purchases. Yeah, but, you know, people get free oh, shit from know. writing more reviews. Amazon encourages people to write good and positive reviews in return for free shit. Really? Oh, this yeah. is uh, the digital the version on Amazon Prime. Yeah, but they're um, like your Prime account. The more, the, the more you review things and the more positive you re- positively you review things, the more likely you are to be um, chosen to get free shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Never knew that. That's why Amazon reviews are always Let's incredible, positive, even man. when things are shit. I'm going to have to check out some... <laughs> oh, the one-star reviews are... There's not even funny one-star reviews. It's no letterboxed. No. Hmm. See, I don't think it's not a bad movie. It's it's just in and out. And it's a forget. It's not really. It's a bit bland. It's a bit forgettable. An iconic movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like there's, there's a yeah. few, a handful of moments that were really memorable because they were quite funny. Um, Jack Black is a treasure and. He's great in even the worst film. Like, you know, uh, a, a good slice of Jack Black is healing for the soul. Um, but if I hadn't read that synopsis, I couldn't have told you all the stuff that happened. No. To be honest, I could have mentioned some bits, but I couldn't have told yeah. you the plot because it's kind of forgettable. Um, and that's yeah. really kind of the worst thing a film can be, really. I mean, I gave it like three stars, I think. Yeah. Um, I, two and a half. It's it's bang average, and that's the problem. It's it's not. I feel it's like not really good. It did it's the not minimum it so needed bad to. It's memorable. Yeah. It did the absolute yeah. minimum it needed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have preferred well, it if it, it had, had been be like not the old one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I would have preferred it if it'd been real bad. But the problem is, it's hard to do that because like a bad comedy is just bad. It's just yep. it's not fine at all. Whereas like getting Uwe Boll to tr- make a super serious like House of the Dead movie like that's going to be fucking hilarious um, unintentionally mm. like completely hilarious uh, we need to watch some mm. more Uwe Boll films um, we've we've watched too many <laughs> kind of we've watched too many actual real films made by real people mm. uh, recently we need to get back yep. to, to doing some dumb back shit, to the shit. <laughs> get back to some dumb shit um, so we've actually got some stuff to talk about because, yeah, this is going to be one of our shortest episodes ever. I think I've got nothing yeah. else. But see, had it made five hundred million, it would have still been a great success. Yeah, I mean, because it would have still been the the best video game movie because it makes makes over a billion. It doesn't make them geniuses. It, it just made it a really attractive film massively, at the time. Massively profitable. So a hundred million dollar yeah. budget. Let's say another hundred million dollars for, um, for marketing, and then theaters take fifty percent cut. 
So you need to make $400 million to make a profit. And they just absolutely breezed by that by nearly a billion dollars. It made nearly a billion dollars profit. Yep. Yep. Uh, It's kind of wild. And so, and you know, Nintendo love love money. Um, So I can see this. I can see it getting a... There's nothing on here about a sequel. Oh, here we go. Future potential sequel. In May 2021... Furukawa said Nintendo was very interested in producing more animated films based on its intellectual properties if the Mario Brothers film is successful, what it fucking was. In a variety cover story before <laughs> the film's release, producer uh, Melon, uh, Melodandri was asked about the potential sequels or projects adapted from other Nintendo properties and answered, Our focus right now is entirely on bringing the film out to, to the audience. At this time, we're not prepared to talk about what's coming in the future. We're on April 21st, 2023. Following the film's box office success, Nintendo stated that there would be more films based on their properties, though they did not directly confirm a sequel to the Super Mario Brothers. In June 2023, Pratt stated that while news on the sequel would come soon, development on the project had been put on hold due to the Writers Guild's uh, America Strike, saying that it would only resume once the writers yeah, felt comfortable moving forward. And that's resumed now. So in November, it was revealed that Universal was making plans to build a larger franchise around the film while also confirming a sequel. In December, Black expressed interest in a potential sequel being a musical titled Bowser's Revenge. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. Sign me up for that. Yeah. That would be good. Uh, in February 2022, yeah. uh, Charlie Day expressed an interest in reprising his role as Luigi in a Luigi's Mansion film. I mean, I'd probably oh, watch that as well. yeah. And reiterated his interest in March 2023. In April 2023, Seth Rogen expressed interest in a Donkey Kong Country, yeah. in Donkey Kong Country forming the basis of future works. Eh. I mean, I love Donkey Kong Country, but whatever. Out of all the ideas, Stating that's my least favorite. Yeah. Um, that same month, Annie Taylor Joy was in talks about the possibility of a spin off revolving around Princess Peach. Again, not too bothered about that. But Luigi's Mansion film and a, uh, you know, a Bowser themed musical comedy. Uh, fully on board for that. If they bring in, mm. uh, they'll, they'll they'll have to bring in Yoshi in the next film for sure. If they bring, well, they did that then, didn't they? Yeah, they teased DC it. Did you see the little? Yeah. yeah, they teased it. Um, credit, credit. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, if they bring in um, uh, Wario and Waluigi uh, and some of the other wider canon characters, then yeah, fuck it, just go nuts with it. Like, why not? Why not? Go full MCU and just run this franchise into the ground. It'll be good for a few years and then everyone will get rewarded of it, but they'll make a buttload of money in the in the meantime. If Marvel can do it, why can't Mario? Exactly. Exactly. It took Marvel... I think it should be more sequel. I don't... It took Marvel the best part of what? I'm not sure if it's going to be. 20 years? Um, no, um, not 20. No, no. 10, 15? Nearly, about 15 years. Uh, it took 2007 years Iron Man 1? Yeah, it took about 15 mm. years to run that franchise into the ground, so Mario's got some... The, the Nintendo got some, some time to to milk it while they can. And that's not even, uh, you know, counting about the the, the, um, the Zelda show that apparently is, is a thing as well. Um, oh, Zelda show, film, whatever it is. Yeah, I thought it was like a Netflix show. Um, uh, 
Uh, oh, apparently there was a a Legend of Zelda TV show was cancelled by Nintendo because Netflix leaked their plans apparently Mm. I don't know about this, it's just rumours but still Um, but apparently now it's more likely to be a movie because the Mario film was such a success yeah I know Nick is particularly excited to go and see a Zelda uh, I'd go no, I'd go and see Zelda. I'm I'm a big fan of Zelda. I just don't I know, like. I know. Breath I know. Of the Wild. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> What's your favorite Zelda? Oh man, I love a link between worlds. Um, okay. It's I love um, Wind Waker. It's probably that's the correct top answer. Two, but here's for a real left field answer. Okay. Spirit Tracks from the DS and the Phantom Hourglass. Oh, okay. Those two games, mm-hmm. very, very good. Not going to say they're the best, yeah. but, you know, they're up there. Some of those, like, the lesser thought-off ones, I think, are really good. Minish Cap, I really like. Yeah, Minish Cap was good. Um, Four so, Swords I never played, let's but face it, that's quite fun. There have been so many more good Zelda games than bad Zelda games. Like we're we're already talking about Zelda, which mm-hmm. is uh, some of the best games ever made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be easier for me to say which ones point. I dislike than the ones that I are my favourite. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so you, maybe what's your be... best Mario game? What's the best Mario game? Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, that's tough. Super Mario World. It's a toss-up between Super Mario World, um, Galaxy Two, and maybe Odyssey. Odyssey was very good. I loved Odyssey. I love Three D Land as well. Um, the one on the Three DS. I never played. Really enjoyed. I didn't, that. Well, I didn't have a Three DS, so I never played that one. It was very good. Um, probably gun to my head, Super Mario World on the SNES. I think. Yeah, but that's that's that's, like, that's like, but it's also like very very, like heavily weighed down with nostalgia because, you know, it was the first Mario game I played. It was the that was the first console I ever played. Um, I still fucking love it. I still play it on my um, handheld emulator. Um, but the Mario franchise as a whole is in, is, is incredible. I, I like Mario RPG. I like Dr. Mario. I like Mario Kart. Mario Tennis. Mario Golf. Oh, yeah. The sport ones are great. Um, Never played Mario Party. I played a bit of it on the Switch version. It was right. fine. I, did, I didn't like how right at the end of the game, it gives you like a load of trumps. So you either lose a load of points or gain a load of points on really random right. like house rules that you didn't know about, which felt very <laughs> unfair. When you're leading all the yeah. game and then for some bullshit thing you didn't know about, you lose 200 points and you, you suddenly last. Yeah. It felt very Although, unfair. Although, to be fair, that, that, that did make for some very, very fun content when Giant Bomb used to play Mario uh, Party yeah. uh, live streams and everybody except Dan Riker hated it um, <laughs> because it's not a game of skill it's no. just 
it's complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only Mario franchise I've never played, really, I don't think. Yeah. I, I love the big ones, to be fair. But yeah, um, I think, like, if put a gun to my head, I would say either Odyssey or one of the galaxies for the best yeah. Mario game. Mm. Galaxy games fucking slap so good. What's your favourite, Andy? Me? Yeah. I've only uh, played a bit of the N64 one. Classic. Um, probably like the original. Um, yeah. Very ba- first one on the NES. That's what I've played the most. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I like how um, yeah. there's so little to talk about in this movie. We're now just talking about the games. Yeah, we are. Well, we've done yeah. like 40 minutes. Fuck it. Let's wrap this up. Um the Mario film is if you've got kids, you should absolutely watch it with them. Uh if you've got a soft spot yeah. for the Mario franchise then and you can watch it for free or whatever or you know, yeah. it pops it turns up on Sky or whatever, then give it a watch. It's full of like Easter eggs and, you know, fun little references to the Mario franchise and um it's not a bad film, it's not a good film, it's just bang average with a few like very funny highlights. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. It's a decent video game movie. Yep. You know, but like I said, we haven't gone beyond the characters um, in terms of adding any depth. I mean, I'd probably say Luigi's got more depth than Mario. Oh, 100%. Does it really give ki- um, kids a message? A bit more resilient, possibly, but that's very, very loose, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. And yeah, so yeah. Do we really have to go back to Brooklyn at the end? Probably not, but hey, you got story story potentials now, you know, with the two worlds connected. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, we'll be back uh, for a regular episode next time. Uh, next time we do a movie, hopefully we'll do one that's, that is pure trash, and we've got more to say about it. Let's do a new Let's 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 pledge to do a new Vol film next because the man is a master. Okay. Uh Nick, your homework is to go away and watch the uh yeah. Bob Hoskins um Mario movie. Yeah, Mario Bros. Okay. Uh, we should have included that that's what we should have done. A double feature. We should have done a double feature. We would have had have given way more to, to talk, talk about. about. Would have had so much to talk about. That film is so stupid. Fuck it. Yeah, should we do that? that? that there. Should we do that next. as our next film? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, that is it. Fuck it, let's do it. Let's do. We're doing that then. Okay, next film is going to be the old Super Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo (laughs) and uh, whatever is what's his name? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Fucking Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper was in Easy Rider. It's fucking wild. Um, Bob Hoskins was in The Long Good Friday. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, so crazy. All right, we'll do that next. Um, gentlemen, it's been short, but it's been sweet, as always. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, dear listener, for listening in. Um, let us know what you think of this film or the old classic Mario film before we record the, the next movie episode. Um, yeah. We'll be back in a couple of weeks <laughs> to talk about what games we've been playing. Um, be prepared now I'll say in advance it's probably going to be a hell of a lot of chatter about a, a certain, hell of a lot of chatter that a was hell a good of one. a lot of uh, chat about a certain uh. um, game that is not at all like 
almost litigiously ripping off Starship Troopers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't dive down too deep. It's we interesting will not dive though. Down too deep because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of chatter about two games that rip off di- two different things. What's the other game? Battle Bit. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh man, I'm looking forward to chatting about these. All right, let's wrap this up. Cool. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers. This has been fun. Catch you on the next Catch one. Catch you later. Ta-ra. See ya. Bye.